You're listening to the Weekend Warrior Show, presented by Cedar Sinai. What's going on, LA? This is Kobe Bryant. What? Who are you? What did you just say? Start your weekend off right, listening to the Weekend Warrior Show with Dr. Clapper. He's chiseled out of marble. He's got 48 chest and a 32-inch waist. Every Saturday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. on ESPN, 710, home of your Los Angeles Lakers. Welcome back, Weekend Warriors. You're listening to the bongo playing of Dandy Rodriguez. The song is Para Todo El Mundo, Rumba. That was fantastic. Welcome back to the show, the Weekend Warriors show. The number is 877-710-ESPN. Last week I talked about the innovation where big tears in the rotator cuff. I do a lot of shoulder surgery. And that I did not have to open this particular patient's shoulder, which is what I've traditionally done in these massive big tears where a person comes to me with pain and they can't lift their arm up anymore. And if the MRI shows that the that the tear, the rip over the sphere, speaking of spheres today, speaking of shaving your head and Dick Weber, the bowler, and Johnny Dandy Rodriguez, but I deal with a sphere all the time when I do hip surgery and shoulder surgery because it's a sphere I'm working on. But it's in essence, a rotator cuff tear is if you've got a guy who's bald who decides to wear a toupee and it's windy. Let's use Howard Cosell as an example. He is a guy who was bald who loved to wear a toupee. And if the wind comes up, guess what happens? That rug on top of his head slides. That's exactly what a rotator cuff looks like. It's the toupee and the cartilage of the ball of the ball and socket joint of the humeral head is the bald head. And you don't want to see any scalp when you got a toupee on, right? But if it slides in the wind, are you going to come up with a better way to bolt the toupee to your head? That's in essence, there's a clapper vision for you of what I as a surgeon am trying to do. I'm trying to tie down the toupee so it covers the bald head with all kinds of innovative ideas from drilling into the bone and then passing sutures through the drill holes in the bone. The problem with that is that the sharp edge of the bone would cause the sutures to tear and it would fail. So the innovation has been to actually have an anchor, a metal threaded anchor that I can drill into the skull, into the bone, and stitches are coming out of that anchor. And all I have to do now is get an empty needle, pass those stitches, sutures through that needle, and very elegantly just pass the stitches through the toupee and tie it back down to the skull. And again, last week I talked about the innovation of this device from Arthrex called a swivel lock, invented by our very own Dr. Neil Elitrosh here in Los Angeles. But I did it again this week. I had another patient, and I said, I'm not opening his shoulder. I'm going to do this with the new technology. And it was such a joy. But it made me think, I need to teach the weekend warrior. The fact that the rotator cuff 
those four muscles that left you, that let you lift that arm of yours above your head. You don't wake up one day and boom, you've lost your rotator cuff. I mean, unless you get thrown off a motorcycle or fall off a ladder. And I've seen plenty of people who woke up in the morning with a normal shoulder and traumatically ripped their rotator cuff right off the bone. Yes, it does happen, but it's, that's probably in 10% of people. In the 90 other people out of 100, it's a slow, steady burn of demise. The stages of the damage to the rotator cuff muscle is just that. It doesn't happen all at once. It happens in stages. And if the patient is in tune enough with their body to feel the shoulder pain and not just plod right through it, and I can examine them and get an MRI and see that I'm catching the damage earlier in the game, well, guess what? Then I can get rid of the spur that's digging into the rotator cuff, causing the fraying, causing the early tearing, causing the partial tearing. If I can get to it before it becomes a full thickness tear, then you get to go home with a sling and moving your arm right away. And you will no longer need shoulder surgery because you're, you're nipping it in the bud. You're actually getting to the spur before it does worse damage. And you listen to the show enough and you hear me rant and rave about don't have a cortisone shot. This is exactly why I hate cortisone shots. Other than the fact that it's toxic to the articular cartilage, it damages the good stuff that you have as well. But in essence, the cortisone will take your pain away because it makes you feel numb. So you no longer have that feeling of pain, which is a good thing. But here's the problem. You still have bone spur. It's still digging into the tendon. And six months or a year or three years later, you're going to now end up in my office because your shoulder pain came back going, hey, can't you give me another shot like someone else gave me and I got three years of pain relief? No, because you are in my office because it hurts again. And now look at the MRI. You went from having just a scratch to the tendon due to the spur to actually now having a hole in the tendon due to the spur because you continue to use it without pain, but the damage was further going along. So there is a method to the madness of what I'm describing. And it's not like I came up with it. The surgeon, the orthopedic surgeon, the shoulder maven who came up with this was 70 years ago. And I was very fortunate in medical school at Columbia to spend uh, a rotation in orthopedics with you talk about the, the Thomas Edison, the Steve Jobs of shoulder surgery. Dr. Job out here in Los Angeles was great. I couldn't wait to be his fellow. But before there was a Frank Job, the man who really started it all was named Charles Near, N-E-E-R, Charlie Near. And he's the man who I got to spend time with as a medical student in the early 80s. Actually, 1980. How long was 40 years ago? Oh, my God. But he is the one who in the 50s described the stages that the rotator cuff goes through in its demise. 
that it begins as a spur tickling and scratching the tendon below it to a bigger spur doing more damage going 50% through the tendon, stage two, versus a stage three where it's now a full thickness tear. So remember, if it sounds too good to be true, here, let me give you a pill, let me give you a shot, and you're going to feel great forever. You better learn from me. Be a skeptical New Yorker. Run as fast as you can from that person. Because nothing in life is worth anything. Uh, the quick fix usually ends up in disaster. So although the pain relief is great, and if you have an event you got to get through, yeah, you can have a shot. But you should always ask, what are the side effects? And when someone says there are none, trust me, there are. Coming up next, I'm going to tell some stories. Stories of an innovation that Michael Jordan has led us all as we lose our hair to say, no, we're not going to take it anymore. I'm going to shave my head. The Kamenetsky brothers, two examples of that coming up after this show. But I have embraced the use of the head blade. And we'll get into controlling a sphere with your two hands and fingertips in art and sports and in surgery. Where else but the Weekend Warriors show here on 710 ESPN.